When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everybody. Hi, bitches. It's Thursday. Well, then, happy Thursday. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Yes, it is. Thank God. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Yes, we are committed to entertaining you today on My Talk 1071. We start the show every day the exact same way with the three things we think you need to hear so you could be in the know today. It's the three at 1203. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three it is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. Well, Bradley, as promised, um, my 12-year-old, Ollie, is providing you with a World Series update. Oh, good. Somebody should watch because I'm not paying attention. Well, he will tell you what has happened every day, every game of the World Series. All right. Here is today's update for Game 2. Let's get a World Series update from someone who actually follows sports. Here's Colleen's kid, Ollie. Hello, Ollie. The Red Sox are halfway to becoming World Series champions after defeating the Los Angeles Dodgers Wednesday at Fe- Wednesday night at Fenway Park. J.D. Martinez was the offensive hero for Boston. He broke a 2-2 tie in the fifth inning with a two-run single that earned the Red Sox a 4-2 victory. David Price pitched well for the home team, earning his second postseason victory. Boston holds a 2 Boston holds a 2-0 lead in the series that now shifts to the Los Angeles Dodgers for games 3, 4, 5. Game 3 is Friday night. This is Ollie with your World Series update. Yes! Oh, that's so cute. There's so much math. Well, there's not that much math. All you need to know is this. I keep hearing numbers. Well, this is what you need to know. Is that the the Red Sox have won two games. Yep. If they win... The next game, yeah. Then they're well on their way to winning the series. Yeah, they will either play five games or seven, depending on how many they win. Right? Yeah. Their next three games are in L.A. Oh, that's because nice. they're the playing probably nicer than it was over in Boston. That's probably true because they will play. They they shift um, teams and. And then it, it shifts who has the advantage, right? Because uh-huh. you get home field advantage. Uh-huh. So now they'll now they'll do three, four, five in LA where the Dodgers will have home field advantage. Yeah. God, I don't know how he keeps all that straight in his head. There's so much to know. Well, he wrote it down. 
So oh, there's that. That was good. So that's the, that's how that started. Oh, regular. You need to talk to ESPN over there. He, you know, listen. It is interesting to me when when they start to learn uh, to care about sports, how much they they will put effort and energy into caring about sports. Oh, I'm sure. And then you will start to say to them. Perhaps you could put that effort and energy into, into some, cleaning your room. Exactly. Thank you. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe some other things like helping your mother clean the kitchen or like oh. making dinner or mowing the lawn. You Doing know, laundry, I'm not yeah. saying I'm just saying. Put them to work, man. Exactly. Behind door number two. Let's see what we've got. Okay. I cannot wait to share this with you. This made me laugh so hard this morning. You know, I've been I have a little bit of Gaga fatigue, yeah, uh, because they've I mean, been doing hasn't? a lot of press for A Star Is Born, oh, yeah. Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. It's supposed to be an amazing movie. It's allegedly a great movie. I have not yet seen it, um, but they've been making the rounds. Yeah. Well, apparently, Lady Gaga and I had not picked up on this, but a fan of Lady Gaga has picked up on this. She describes Bradley Cooper exactly the same m- many times over whenever she's talked about him when she's been out on this tour and a super fan has picked up on this and did a super cut of lady gaga expressing her gratitude to bradley cooper i'm not even going to say what she says i'll let her speak for herself all right let's do it a hundred people in the room and 99 don't believe in you but i had this one incredible talent with me there can be a hundred people in the room and 99 don't believe in you and you just need one to believe in you and that was him so you can have a- isn't that comical yeah and totally unsurprising right when you think about lady gaga totally and completely prefabricated i absolutely loved it because what has been my big complaint about the press tour for a star is born. Oh, it's just so schlocky. They it's tell like the so, exact same stories well, over and over again. And it's just so it's so predictable, I guess is a better word, yeah. right? Like that entire, you know, like Lady Gaga realized during the filming of A Star is Born that Bradley Cooper was one in a thousand or a million or one oh, well, in a hundred apparently hundred people. This is the math yeah, that whatever. we did on that. I'm just saying, like you 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 could just they were not these were not that's not real, it's all fake. Mm-hmm. And what do we know? Nothing is real and everyone smokes. And girls, listen up, because today we're going to prove that time and time again. Oh, yeah. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Oh. Bye! I think is probably the best way to um, set up this clip. Yeah. So let's listen to Al Roker first talk about uh, his response to Megyn Kelly's comments about blackface uh, on the show yesterday, and her comments, by the way, were basically that she didn't understand what was wrong with blackface. Let's listen to Al Roker react. That was Al Roker. And, you know, the reason that that I think it was important to play is because Al Roker is a member of the NBC family mm-hmm. where Megan Kelly is was. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that in a moment. Yeah. And. I think it was very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I think it, it it is of note that NBC and the people who work there were not um, uncomfortable uh, telling you what they thought of that. Addressing they weren't pussyfooting that, yeah. around the issue mm-hmm. because Megyn Kelly was 
a coworker, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. It's not that they, you know, yeah, anyway, I, I appreciated that Al Roker made those comments and didn't feel uncomfortable doing so. Because I Absolutely. think in, in a time like this, everybody gets so weirdly, like, why is it that everybody gets uncomfortable around this stuff? And they're like, oh, 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 let's not talk about it. No, let's talk about it. Now, we can talk about that, mm-hmm. but we should also just say that the reason we played Al Roker is because, of course, the biggest story of the day is that Megyn Kelly is out at NBC and Holly read it in the Dirt Alert update. The news essentially is through unconfirmed sources that uh, Megyn Kelly, uh, they f- they fired her and, um, you know, they're going to start battling things out tomorrow with lawyers. And you know that, uh, you know, that there will be a discussion uh, because this has happened in many different forms for many different reasons where somebody has gotten let go, whether it's because Mm -hmm. they said something racist or because they sexually assaulted somebody. I'm actually referring to a number of people uh, and they've gotten, and somebody has been let go because of allegations against them that have not been uh, litigated in a court of law for one reason or another. And everybody will sound the alarm and get uh, and be outraged at the, the firing of the person. The fact of the matter is this, it is, it is, it is on the employer in this case, NBC, to make a decision about whether or not the behavior of an employee of theirs is is, um, reflective of somebody they want to keep in that position. That is NBC's prerogative. And NBC has made that decision on behalf of Megyn Kelly. This may have been 100% the reason, or it may have been a percentage of the reason. I'm glad you said that, because here's the thing that I think is going to get lost in all of this, Mm -hmm. is that Megyn Kelly was probably on her way out already. And so, you know, you don't have to think too cynically to understand that NBC probably used this as an opportunity for them. And it very well, and we will find all of this out in the absence of not knowing, we sort of create what uh, we don't know oftentimes because there's a microphone and the button says on Mm -hmm. and we have to fill up some space. People will speculate about what's actually going on. What we don't know is, was Megyn Kelly wanting to leave mm-hmm. because by all accounts she knew the writing was on the wall her performance was not that good um you know people had been questioning her role um on NBC for a while uh basically maybe yeah, they'd bitten since, off since she showed up yeah i mean since really the first time her show aired and and so it, d- because here's what I hate is that very likely people are just going to start yelling about the thing that everybody's yelling about right now, which is just yelling. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're all predisposed to. And this goes to another story, which we're not going to talk about. But you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. So think about this in the context of that, too, where everybody something happens and everybody's got their like opinion and they're just yelling their opinions at each other. You know, we can have a separate conversation about blackface and the comments that Megan Kelly made and why that was wrong. Um, but, but before you start a casting like responsibility and blame on decisions that were made, we have to understand what actually happened. Right. Right. So like all of those conversations should happen. And yesterday was a great moment to be like, Hey, yeah. So if you don't understand why blackface is a problem, Mm -hmm. why don't you figure that out? Mm -hmm. Um, today it's like, okay, before you jump to 20 conclusions, let's try to understand what happened with this story. And ultimately, you know. I wanted to talk about at some point, we just won't have the chance now because of this developing story, 
that the apology she gave was really just kind of weak and didn't actually deal with the issue. Right, and didn't take an opportunity to educate people who maybe did not understand the full breadth of the issue. Exactly. Uh, And I think what what Al Roker did uh, in in that short amount of time was give uh, the seed of the opportunity for people to understand better why what Megyn Kelly said was misguided at best. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it wasn't just Megyn Kelly. If you, mm-hmm. you took that entire conversation, that's why, again, people are just going to turn this in because Megyn Kelly's got, you know, the place she used to work and the blah, 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 blue. People are just going to make this a very black and white, no pun intended issue. Um, but frankly, you know, let's not get lost in all the personality stuff. Let's actually, you know, like learn something. Right. Absolutely. But I do think that that small piece of what we heard from Al Roker was a seed that should uh, prompt people who maybe did not understand what was wrong with that conversation in the first place to take a moment to educate yourselves on Mm -hmm. American history and what uh, what was what was wrong with the minstrel show and blackface and that the place that that had in our history. And it is not a proud part of our history and we should not be making light of it or, or having any type of light conversation around it. Um, It is an important thing to know about and understand. Um, Now on that note, on that serious note, Elizabeth Reese will be coming in with a dirt alert from Hollywood after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk one Oh seven one. This is a my talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese has brought the dirt from Hollywood. Hello, Elizabeth. Oh, friends, nice to be with you. And also with you. Thanks for being with us (laughs) during this middle of the day. The Megyn Kelly situation continues to develop, as you guys talked about at the very beginning of your show. But if you are just tuning in for the dirt alert, I want to let you know that Megyn Kelly, it is looking like she is out at NBC Mm -hmm. after she defended blackface in Halloween costumes on her show. She gave a tearful and emotional apology yesterday, but it is looking like that was not enough to save her job. So uh, she is uh, has been dropped by her talent agency and um, all signs are pointing to her being dropped. Now, TMZ is saying that if there is some sort of Hail Mary that happens by the end of the day, she might stay. But it is, I mean, really looking like she will be done. They aired a repeat of Megyn Kelly today on NBC. And as we, you know, mentioned earlier, we don't know the extent to which this played the defining or, you know, or was this the straw that broke the camel's back? Was this mutual? Was it, you know, NBC's decision? Those are all the, the details that we've yet to fill in, which before people jump to conclusions, it would be important to consider. TMZ is reporting that this split is um, more mutual than a Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. 
Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Firing, mm-hmm. um, and but it is not shaping up to be quick and easy. Uh, the Daily Mail is reporting that Megyn Kelly has hired a high-powered attorney named Brian Freeman, who has scheduled a sit-down with NBC to figure out the terms of their departure. Do not forget, my friends, that Megyn Kelly has a $69 million yeah. contract yeah. And, with NBC. And I was reading, and who knows, because in, you know, again, the absence of knowing, we speculate, um, what I read was that <laughs> I heard what I had heard. <laughs> That's was what we do. Somebody told me that um, the the her contract would allow her to be, you know, she would have to be paid. She even if she were fired, she would still have to be paid for the rest of her contract. Yeah, That's a smart contract yeah. negotiation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the way that you should do a contract. You know, what's interesting to me, like I think about this story in the same way I think about like when a couple gets divorced and often they will get asked, people will ask one member of the couple or a friend of the couple, why did they get divorced? And what they're looking for is that one thing that pushed them over the edge. Yeah. When the truth is, when a couple splits, when a when a couple gets divorced, there's probably a number of reasons why. Many of them you maybe can't really identify specifically. Yeah. There's not necessarily one reason why. I think you're right. Similarly here, there's probably a number of precipitating factors. This was the thing that was the kind of the the one final reason the problem is this is the one final visible reason this will become the thing that everybody talks about well yeah and we've been talking about things not going well for megan kelly exactly. and nbc for months yeah. for and months the, and the problem with this becoming the 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 thing that everybody points to is that it will now become the thing that we debate yeah and it should not be a thing that we debate it should be a conversation we're having mm-hmm. but it should not the conversation shouldn't be should she have lost her job over this? The conversation should be about the topic. Right, right. And making sure that, you know, more people understand. Right. Because and, and are not making ignorant statements I, like this about blackface. I mean, because that's, well, it dilutes I, the conversation yeah, to I bring think, it about the job. You know, to your point, it's what you're what you're saying is that, um, frankly, people are going to make this about something. It's not exactly and we do that all too often in our culture. And have lately mm-hmm. where things end up being about something totally different. Yeah. And an oversimplification. Like, for mm-hmm. example, um, like when I yell at Jamie for eating the chicken thighs that I thought were mine for dinner and he starts yelling at me yeah. and then we're yelling at each other. We're not yelling about the chicken thighs. There's a lot no, more than the chicken, the chicken thighs. thighs. Yeah, yeah. There's not more. I know. Mm-hmm. Listen, boy, mm-hmm. do I ever know? It's yeah. never just about the right. thing you're talking exactly. about. Exactly. And couples I, don't get divorced over the chicken thighs. No, no. they don't. They don't. <laughs> I have, um, I have to share with you my favorite headline that I've seen so far today. Oh this God. is why oh Meghan Markle's arms are so shiny in Tonga. What? It's because she has insect repellent on. Because she's trying to prevent Zika. Zika. But I just think the headline, this is why Meghan Markle's arms are so shiny and Tonga is really funny. I don't know. Now we know. Thanks, you guys. Thanks, Elizabeth Reese. We need a caller to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize. 
We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. You get them all right, you will win a prize. We do it every day on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. We call it our 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Is on the phone today, Colleen. We have got Angie on the phone, mm. Bradley. And what is Angie playing for today? Angie, get your dollar bills, girl, because you're playing for a pair of tickets to Thunder from Down Under at Mystic Lake Casino Friday, November 2nd. You ready, Angie? Nice, I'm ready. Okie doke, here we go. The cartoon characters Tom and Jerry are what kinds of animals? I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. Tom and Jerry are what kinds of animals? A cat and a mouse. Who is Big Bird's imaginary friend? Oh. Uh, Big Bird's Snuffle. imaginary friend. Mm, I don't know. Snuffle up, I guess. Yes. What city does Batman defend? Um, Gotham City. What is the name of Dorothy's dog? Toto. Who directed The Godfather? <laughs> ah! But you did not get them all in the proper amount of time. Sorry, Angie. Oh, the answer. Try again tomorrow. Those tickets are still there. Yeah, still hot and ready. Mm-hmm. Hot. I, we don't. We and haven't given ready. away many of those thunder tickets, ladies. So TikTok. So they're still times, down under. Yeah. Uh, let's answer that last question. The Godfather. Who directed it? Francis Ford Coppola. Coppolo. Uh, now that we're done playing that 30-second pop culture challenge, we like to move on. We like to solve mysteries. We do it in the form of blind items that Holly has brought to us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Watch out, because I'm coming in hot today. She yes, she is, Ooh, y'all. Girl, watch do not out. Mess with Wally. Watch out. Mm-mm. Just don't. I'm going to warn you now. Yeah. But let's do some blind items, okay? They're from CrazyDaysNights.net, okay. our favorite blind item website. Mm-hmm. Let's think about a disgraced television host. Let's do it. Here's your blind item from CrazyDaysNights.net. Okay. Megan Kelly. Just kidding. No. I'm just kidding. No. This disgraced television host thinks current events at his former network are going to be the catalyst to allow him to return. Um, the powers that be want him back. Matt, Matt Lauer. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. With the departure of one Megan Kelly from yeah. NBC, mm-hmm. seems that maybe. The brass at NBC want Matt Lauer. Well, I will to come tell back. you that my D bank today is Matt Lauer because there was a headline that he's bored and would like to come back to his old job. Okay. So <laughs> we'll save that outrage for the D bag segment, but oh, just know I don't know if I can bored. save it. Okay, fine. Yeah. Okay. But we'll let that simmer. Come back at one thirty. Can I just? Ladies, I just I'm have bored. to say something really quickly. Oh, I'm about. No. I'll say it again later. No, I'm going to say it again later. Why there, are you waving your hand like there there's a fire? Only one thing. No, there's nothing makes me angrier. Oh, when people say bored. the words "I'm bored" mm. make me want to explode, yeah. especially coming out of the mouth of a grown adult. No, moving on. <sighs> God, you've got some feels, girl. I do. I cannot. I don't Feel have time. Feel them feels. Yeah. Oh, my God. You guys, it's like estrogen. Seriously. It's like an, ex- it's an, you es- know? It's an explosion. You two are both very histrionic. <laughs> Enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, 
The world's made me that way. Okay. Uh, Stop it. A list singer. On. Let's do let's talk about an A-list singer. Okay. An A-list singer is the subject of this following blind item from Crazy Days and Nights.net. This A-list singer was averaging nearly 300 texts a day from her now ex-boyfriend after they split. So mm. she got a new phone number. Um, oh is that Ariana Grande? So Pete Davidson has been texting her 300 times a day. Yeah, and as a result, she had to get a new telephone number. That is nasty. All right, here is the blind item filled in. Ariana Grande, or excuse me. Yeah, Ariana Grande was averaging nearly 300 texts per day from Pete Davidson after they split. So she got a new phone number. I mean, that you'd almost have to. Yikes. Oh, God, that's just gross. Okay. Mm -hmm. Anytime you text somebody... More than like once or twice. What could before you they've responded? Unless have you have like say... additional thoughts or feelings or something. I don't know. It's we, that's that's some like step away material. I can't even actually think of three hundred things I would need to say. That's a lot of using your. Unless thumbs. he was doing like, hi, my name is no Pete. that one yeah. word mm-hmm. one word. Yeah. I don't. I don't like to text with my thumbs that much. I don't text. What do you text with your forefingers? No, I don't like to text. That's I don't like to type and text very much. It so I don't. Three hundred would seem like that would take too much time. Yeah, that and it's also cuckoo town. It's a little yes. You're right. That also. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving mm-hmm. right. on. About a movie premiere that happened, and one of the co-stars of that film, mm. and that person's ex, okay, who is an actor, an actor ex. So, three things to think about in this blind item from Crazy Days and Nights.net. Apparently, the unprecedented amount of security at the after party of the premiere of this one named movie is because one of the co-stars had received death threats from her now actor ex. Mm. He is definitely not the most stable person in the world so this is a recent premiere yes this was a recent premiere so it has been in headlines now you're probably not gonna know the the actor well yeah the name of the movie but think about you mostly you would know the actor x so who's death threatening not the most stable person well, in the world. I mean, if he's world. death threatening, that's not a shocker, Ugh. right? So let's think of unstable, death threaty guys. Okay. Uh, Who's it? Okay, here's the other piece. I just want to, this also jumps off the page at me from her now actor ex. Yes. So Does he, that mean when they were dating, he was not an actor? No, that is incorrect. Oh, okay. I believe he was an actor during the time of their relationship. He's probably just referring to the X part and got his wording mm. yeah. confused. Mm. The tense thing. Uh, okay. So this movie had a premiere last night mm. in Los Angeles, making headlines uh, because one of the stars of the movie brought her grandmother to the red carpet. Okay. And that's not the actress we're talking about. And her grandmother is a famous actor herself. Okay. And it was very adorable. They looked very cute on the red carpet together. Okay. Um, okay, so... That's not going to do me any good. Mm-mm. I want to think about shady guys. Now, the shady guy, uh, he used to be a Disney star back in the day. He also starred in a franchise for maybe two or three films um, that had to do with robots. When did they X? Uh, recently. Fairly Have recently. Have we talked about them Xing? Not necessarily. 
But this person, he's very um, outspoken. Oh, is this? This he's, isn't like a, a Hemsworth. No. Or not, not a Hemsworth. No, uh, no, no, no. Pattinson? No, not a Pattinson. Oh. No. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to ding. No, this person has uh, moved on to the world of art. Oh, oh, Macaulay Culkin? Uh, no. Oh. It's okay. Shia LaBeouf is the ex-boyfriend, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Okay. And, and the then, girlfriend oh, is Mia Goth. Okay. And, and the, the movie, movie is Suspiria. Suspiria. Yes. So unfortunately that happened. Apparently the unprecedented oh, amount of security at uh, the party for, say it again, Colleen. Suspiria. Suspiria. Thank you. Uh, was because one of the co-stars, Mia Goth, had received death threats from Shia LaBeouf. No, 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 no. That is not good. Not a good situation. Gross. All by the way, this is the movie, and and the person who you were talking about, Holly, uh, who brought her grandmother to the premiere was Dakota Johnson, and she brought her grandmother Tippi Hedren to the premiere. This is the movie we talked about recently, um, where Dakota Johnson, like that, she's going to need to start showing her real acting chops. Yes. Because now she's in actual movies. Yeah. But this movie's actually getting good reviews. Is it? Interesting. Yeah. So good for her. All right. Yay. Good reviews. Oof. All right. That was that was some work right there. All right. When we come back <laughs> on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, we have an update on one of our favorite non-relationship relationships that uh, we have been studying through our blind items. We call them Chonus. You know them as Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra. 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 Uh, it turns out there are rumors of an actual wedding date. Mm. We took bets on wedding dates. So let's we'll see. If they see line up. All right. Let's see how we did after this on the let's Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Well, we on the Colleen and Bradley show have uh, been paying very close attention to our favorite, probably fake couple. We call them Chonus. You know of them as Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And we were first tipped off to the fact that this couple is probably not a real couple by. Uh, anti lawyer blind items. Uh, he does the blind items. Holly just read from crazydaysandnights.net. Exactly. And he was the one who basically told us this is not a real couple. Yeah, it's just for publicity purposes. And, you know, Priyanka Chopra has now attached herself to not only Nick Jonas, but of course, every other story uh, connected to her is her mentioning her relationship with Meghan Markle. Yeah. The Duchess of Sussex. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, interestingly, okay, well, I'm going to get to that. Okay, so remember you just said that because there's something interesting uh, having to do with that and and her being sort of inserted in the following story. One of the things we've noticed about the engagement of Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas is that we've never heard them actually talk about a wedding date, right? We've heard them talk about wedding plans, or at least we've heard the tabloids report about wedding plans, but never a wedding date, leading us to ask the question, do we actually think they'll ever get married, or is this all part of the the ploy to try to get them more headlines? Well, allegedly, they've set a wedding date. Okay, well, we took bets on when their wedding date was going to be, so allegedly, when is it 
allegedly going to take place. How about I tell you what we guessed first, and okay, then I'll tell sure. you what remind the, us. what the source close to the situation says. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here were our guesses. Okay, I guessed on Valentine's Day. Okay, because I thought February that was 14. that was sort of like that would be like super dorky and romantical. Bradley, you you suggested by April fifteenth. Okay, Holly, you suggested on New Year's Eve. Yes, that's when I think they're going to have it. Think about the celebration, the the fireworks. It would yep. be great if you were filming an episode for reality TV. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Evie. Well, Holly, I'm here to tell you, I think you might just be the closest. We don't have an exact date, but a source close to the situation. Mike Sorrentino? Could be, could be, uh, has told us weekly that the wedding is happening in India in December. Oh, this is what they're saying. We don't have a date yet. Again, we don't have a date yet, but well, it's not going to be Christmas, a December wedding in India. I wonder it's either going to then be, it's going to have to be before or after Christmas. I know that's dumb to say, but, um, because I, I don't, I don't know. Interesting. Isn't okay. that interesting? No. Now, I told you to stick a pin in, in what you said about how she always is bringing Meghan is she, Markle into the conversation. Is she a citizen of India? Uh, that is a really good question. I do know that. Well, I, Not she that must, it matters, but my, my question then is, you know, will they be getting a marriage license here first? How does that work? Well, that is a really good question. I don't know. And, and being that we really don't know much about. You know, that's the thing about all of the articles about them is that they don't really go into great detail, but they tell you enough that people seem to be satisfied enough about the relationship to buy it. But they don't tell you very much about them. Um, I know her family, a lot of her family lives in India. Um, I mean, she was born in India. She that's where she sort of became a star. Mm -hmm. So. I, I don't know if she's got like dual citizenship or what, but I don't know. You know, if they do get married in India, per this particular story, at some point they're going to have to get a, I would imagine, get a marriage license here. Yeah. Um, I will tell you this. Uh, one of the things she said uh, when, in this story about her relationship with Nick Jonas, first of all, when they get married, if they do indeed get married in December, they will have been together. For they will have been together for five months or engaged for five months. Do you know that they she got was engaged after they dated for five months? Yeah, I mean it's a hot minute. It's insane. It's a hot minute. Yeah. Um, she was Miss World two thousand. I didn't know that. 
Oh, yeah. That's like part of what like shot her to fame. It's so bizarre. Okay, but here's here's the part where I was saying where I wanted you to stick a pin in how she keeps on involving her bestie, Meghan Markle, yeah, in the conversation. Crazy. One of the things that another insider told Us Weekly was uh, that, quote, the two of them, quote, keep talking about starting a family together. The source added, they have amazing chemistry and they can't wait to have kids, but they're going to wait until after the wedding to start trying. But it's definitely on the agenda. This, of course, is after Priyanka Chopra told E! News on October 16th, quote, I just have a few of my friends who are having babies right now. And I'm like, oh, I need to catch up. Which just tells you part of her agenda is trying to match up with whatever her friends are doing so that she's kind of in step with them, which tells you a lot about how her brain works, that she needs to be on par with what they're doing so that she doesn't like fall behind in her career. You know, I just found a story, and so now I'm an expert on everything. But um, there, that's what we do. There's an article: How did Megan and Priyanka meet? This friendship started at the perfect place. Blew. They've only known each other really for two years. They met at a party, at least allegedly, according to uh, Priyanka. The, um, we bonded as actors. We just became friends, like two girls would. They've been friends for about two years now. They randomly met at a party and got on very well. And that would have been like 2016. So that's that's how long this, you know, these incredible friends have known each other. There's just something a little weird about that, right? Well, I just... Especially now since they're so, like, intertwined. I've started to be really skeptical of... Everything. Everything regarding, um, regarding the people you read about all the time in the tabloids. Um, you know, specifically people that... You see, for example, like I just saw a headline about Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas going to dinner in New York City. Okay, think about this. Just like think about how big the city of New York is. Yeah, it's big. It's a big city. People are all over the place. They go places constantly. It's not like a photographer is just able to spot a celebrity and whip out a camera at will. They're tipped off to where people are going. Oh, sure. Yeah. So my point being, celebrities for the most part, I'm not saying all the time, but for the most part, are being photographed when they want to be photographed. Yeah. And certainly when they're looking their best, they are being photographed because they've been they've they want to be photographed. And so when you see people where there are always multiple stories being written about them. I'm thinking to myself, they're telling this story to me. Oh yeah. Like we've talked about that like recently with Jennifer Garner. Like why do we keep talking about Jennifer Garner other than the fact that she, yes. And somebody pointed this out yesterday. She's got something coming up. I think Mm -hmm. on HBO, she's doing that show with, I can't remember now anyway. um, But the main reason we've always been talking about Jennifer Garner is because she wants us to talk about her. Exactly. So, so I think about, you know, the, the narrative that gets pushed about Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas and their relationship. And then her friendship with Meghan Markle. Those are all stories that they want to tell us. So all of their relationships are manufactured. Can we also say too, and we haven't had a chance to talk about this story, but there was that story this week about um, Amy Schumer you know, now that she's pregnant, like relating to Meghan Markle. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, another celebrity having to like 
you know, use Meghan Markle for attention. It's yeah. just weird. Although I almost feel like she is doing that in like a tongue in cheek way. Um, but I don't know. I just am fascinated at the way that they all are using each other for visit to, to make each other visible. It is a craft. And speaking of the craft that is Hollywood. Oh, God. We're about to get into it. We're going to blow some doors open, you guys. Got some uh, really shocking details. And we are going to stick with uh, our blind item, NT Lawyer, uh, and talk about a, a podcast that Bradley listened to with some explosive information. What's that place you've always wanted to try? Well, you're there. Sharing plates with just one bite. Or on second thought, maybe not sharing. It's that good. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Love Target? Well, you're about to love it even more. With Target Red Card, you'll save 5% every day, in-store and online. Find the red card that's right for you. Whether it's debit, credit, or Target's new Red Card Reloadable, which doesn't require an existing bank account or credit check. With Target Red Card, you'll get exclusive deals and free shipping on most items. Visit Target.com slash Red Card to get all the details. It's always a great day to save. Restrictions apply.